Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. The Donald Trump arraignment in Atlanta, including his mugshot, continues to make international news. No surprise there, eh? So how does one of America's foremost and multiple Pulitzer Prize winning editorial cartoonists view what took place in Atlanta during Trump's arraignment. Mike Lukovich is the editorial cartoonist with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Mike, thanks so much for coming on the show. How are you? Oh, Roy, this is so great to be with you. Uh, And I'm at ground zero here in America, uh, in Atlanta, with, uh, you know, Trump being held to account. And it's really been an amazing situation. Uh, Actually, Georgia you know, for the last couple of years has sort of been uh, ground zero. You know, we elected uh, John Ossoff and uh, and Warnock, uh, Reverend Warnock, as senators. And uh, uh, so it's really been an amazing time to be be here uh, drawing for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And, you know, your city is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I I almost got, I almost worked uh, in Atlanta. I was offered a job in the 80s by by the president of the company, and the program director said, I don't want any Canadians working here. So, oh, man. <laughs> I said, are you kidding me? Well, you you know think, what? huh? Go well, ahead, Mike. I'm practically, uh, you know, Roy, I am practically, and so is my wife, we're practically Canadian. All our relatives are from Canada. Uh, uh, my wife's mother and father uh, met in Lake Louise. Uh, they're, they're both Canadian. Uh, uh, my, my grandfather fought in World War I for the Canadian Army. So if 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 um, my wife and I need to seek asylum in Canada, I, I hope they'll take that into consideration. Oh, for sure, absolutely. And uh, we, broad- <laughs> we we broadcast throughout Alberta and British Columbia. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, we're everywhere, and we have a lot of listeners. We have a lot of listeners in the United States as well. But but you're right. Excellent. You know this this PD program director. I'm, I'm I shouldn't be doing this because we want to talk to you about what you do. But this program director said, I don't want any Canadians working here. And I said, are you kidding me? You think I'm going to, draw, I'm going to move 900 miles? He said, you're going to have 90 days to make it. What does that mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. What exactly does that mean? So I stayed I where no I was. I have no idea. I, I, no. I, he was that going was to let me know when I got it. there. But um, <laughs> it never happened. Um, um, Mike, uh, how do you, I've, I've, I've looked at so many of your cartoons and editorial cartooning is so difficult. I think that's one of the most absolutely difficult arts, professional skills in journalism. So generic question, how do you decide what makes an editorial cartoon, and how do you decide how to portray the message you're delivering? Well, that, that's a great question. It's, you know, it really is a challenge every day uh, to come up with, you know, I have to, I have to uh, look at the news. And, and try and reduce it down to a, to a visual image that gets my point across and hopefully does it with, uh, you know, with a twist or with humor. So it's always, it really always is a challenge. And, and uh, I've recently had to 
my my uh, my deadline is now 4 p.m. in the afternoon, so I don't have a. I used to be able to spend until late in the evening just kind of goofing around, thinking of ideas, but now I have to be much more uh, on the ball. So I I'm uh, really nervous in the morning trying to come up with an idea, and it's it's always been that way. You know, it's I, I've been doing this for over 30 years, and and I'm still nervous each time I do a cartoon because I'm thinking I don't want to embarrass myself. I want to come up with something, you know, the best thing that, that, that I can do. And, but I like, I like that pressure. I, I like, you know, I, I would never want to just phone something in. I, I still have this desire to do the best, the best cartoon every day. You know, it's good you say that because I still get, uh, a little nervous before every program that I do. I've done over a hundred thousand interviews. You think I got this oh, thing nailed geez. by now, right? But <laughs> that yeah. I. But I think it's good if you feel a little butterflies in your gut before you start. That's good. Yeah. No. It's it's uh, and it's not just little butterflies. It's it's uh, it's like yeah. I, I'm just like try. You know, I don't. I'm trying so hard to come up with something uh, as best as I can, and and I, I and I love that part of it. I love the I love the uh, the pressure. Uh, uh, years ago, I was on. I, I used to be on CNN and on Sun, uh, the, the cable news network. And on Sundays, they'd have me on, and they wouldn't tell me, but they would uh, until I got on the show. But they would say, "Okay, you know, our viewers have decided this is the top issue for the week. So, uh, you know, Mike will be back in 20 minutes with a cartoon on it." <laughs> and so that was that was so nerve wracking to be pressure. on TV and thinking, "Okay, I'm going to really make a fool of myself in, unless I come up with something halfway decent." And uh, but I always I always seem to come through, so I I, I do like the pressure. Yeah, clearly, <clears throat> Mike. So you're, you're clearly also not a Trump fan, as I uh, as no, I no I, I think, you're, you I have think no time for this guy. Right? Say that, Roy. I'm sorry. Oh my, uh, you can safely say that, Roy. I'm not a Trump fan. Uh, so, I, I I often tell people that uh, having Trump uh, both as president and now ever present in the news. It's like being married to a nymphomaniac. It's fun at first, but then it just becomes a nightmare uh, dealing with this guy's nonsense constantly. And I just want to tell uh, uh, Canadians how sorry I am that we Americans elected this nutcase president. I hope it doesn't ever happen again. Well, I'll be getting emails now. <laughs> Sorry, oh, we got emails now. Mike, uh, can you pick a? <laughs> he has a lot of supporters here in this country. Not well, you know. They, they're let's just put it this way: Trump supporters are vocal wherever they are. Um, All right. Can you pick a cartoon? One cartoon from the last week, which most speaks to how Donald Trump's uh, presence in Atlanta impacted you. Yeah. Okay. Well, l- let me see. Um, so I did one. This was just sort of a, 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 a weird kind of cartoon, but it, but it, it did really well on social media. I, I post my things on Facebook and Twitter and, and uh, uh, whatever that new Facebook meta thing is and uh, Instagram. So, if, so your listeners, if you go to Mike Lukovic in, in, in any of those uh, social media places, you can find my cartoons. But I did a cartoon uh, – when, so I knew Trump was going to be uh, booked and get his photograph and his uh, fingerprints taken. So I did one, and we recently had the 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 the, uh, 
the tragedy in Maui. Uh, so I, I kind of combined everything. I did a cartoon with him uh, being being fingerprinted, and he's got he's got ink all over himself. It's on the wall. You know, he's just totally effed it up. And then uh, someone has thrown him a uh, a, a thing of uh, a roll of paper towels, like he did after after whatever the storm. I think it was in Puerto Rico where he was tossing paper towels to people. So I did that cartoon, and that just sort of I think sums up my distaste for this human being. How, how what a crappy person he is, and so I wanted to I wanted to get that across. Mike, I was uh, I was reading uh, the commentaries about you from your fans on on social media today. They just love you. Uh-huh. You're you're, uh, you're just you're really admired, and I understand why as I as I watch your cartoons because they're honest. You're honest with oh, your feelings, yeah. and that's what that's what we have to be when we're communicating with uh, with the public in our jobs. How polarized are Americans? Uh, Americans are polarized. Uh, you know, it's you know I think with with the internet and with Fox News, people are getting, uh, in my opinion, they're getting no, you know nonsense, and they're they they believe this nonsense, and the the challenge for Americans and Canadians and people all over the world will be to uh, be able to uh, uh, understand that that what they're reading or what they're seeing on the internet and what they're seeing on 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 various other websites, it's not all accurate, and and that's why I think so many people have in America have been misled by Trump, and and you know uh, attack the Capitol. Because they've been they've been so misled, and it's just so frustrating to me. Because I think, you know, are, are we going to develop our, our in, in general? Are Americans going to be able to develop this this knowledge, this this you know, being able to differentiate between falsehoods and truth? And that's that's the problem right now. I think is that people just you know they they want to be pissed off about something and and. And if Fox News tells them what to be pissed off about, they they accept it, even though it's not true. And it's just it's so frustrating to me. If Mr. Trump is found guilty and a prison sentence is delivered, then yeah. what? And how might you can how much you um, cover that as the editorial cartoonist for the Atlanta yeah. Journal Constitution? Well. You know, it's gonna. It will be tough to say at this point because, uh, you know, we don't know. We don't know if he'll be convicted. How long he'll be convicted for? But I, I'm thinking. I, I think what's going to happen, and what is happening, is that with these four indictments and his mugshot, I think that even many of his supporters are going to think, okay, we can't have this guy representing us. So I think the Republicans are in a bad are in a bad spot because they don't want to piss off the remaining uh, mega uh, faithful that uh, the, the people that still love Trump despite his criminality. So they are sort of stuck with this guy, and and so I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to, you know, he if he will continue to be the candidate. It looks like he will be because he's still way ahead uh, amongst the primary voters. The the real mega. Uh, faithful. So I, I just don't know what, I, I don't know what, it's too far out to, to and, and it's been such a surprising 
turn of events up to this point that I just don't know what to what, what what's going to happen. You know, it's interesting to me that uh, the other GOP candidates for the nomination are having great difficulty gaining traction, uh, particularly yeah. against Donald Trump. I thought Ron DeSantis of Florida was the heir apparent. I thought DeSantis would really be making inroads and would become the favorite for the nomination. He's he's yeah. he's not doing that. No, he's not. But I don't know how 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 much Canadians are are, are uh, tuned into the intricacies of the of the campaign. But DeSantis is a weird dude, and he just he comes off as such a strange cat that it's hard it's hard I think for for people to feel any you know any excitement towards him. Um, you know, Trump Trump's a in my opinion, is a criminal and totally immoral, but there's something he has some sort of charisma that appeals to people where, whereas DeSantis has absolutely none. And the more DeSantis is out in front of people, the more people see, Oh, this guy is, is icky. Let me, let me ask you, I have to ask you because if I don't, I'm just going to get nothing but uh, questions about why I didn't. You okay. do cartoons on uh, nobody's safe, right? Nobody's 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 uh, sanctity is guaranteed. When no, uh, right? I mean that's the way we have to work. You and I both. Right, right. So when when I say Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, what image do you have? Well, so I, you know, uh, Biden is a very, you know, you were talking about how he, it's almost like he doesn't exist, and I think in a way that's good for America because we've had this uh, our previous. You know, guy Trump was all every day out there and and this uh, fire hose of nonsense. Well, Biden is sort of in the background. He's getting things done. Uh, and 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 it's kind of nice. And, and and Hunter Biden, you know, Hunter Biden's done some th- uh, wrong things. You know, he didn't pay his taxes. Right. You know, he he, he was an, he, he he was an addict. He's a troubled. He's a troubled man. And and uh, and he. Mike, thought, I, I I hate to do this. I I, I have to interrupt because I do this. Sure. I, I don't watch the clock, and then I get behind. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 